Tiger Lily enters voluntary administration. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I have my Stein of coffee and I thought we'd have a look at this article from news.com.au regarding Tiger Lily, another example of the retail recession. Now, Australian brand Tiger Lily enters voluntary administration due to the illness. Now guys, do you think we will, well, this could be seen as a continuation of the retail recession that's been plaguing Australia for months, exacerbated by the essential halting of significant portions of our economy. Do you think we will see this happening more and more? Let me know your opinions in the comments below, guys. Do you think it's just going to be a matter of time, particularly with the huge lines in front of Centrelink? Strange times. Australian swimwear brand Tiger Lily has gone into voluntary administration as retailers continue to be hit hard by the economic impacts of the illness. Now, here's a question, everyone. They're looking at, they really are looking at pushing out this stimulus. Where's it going to get spent? Is it just going to go on food, supplies? Will it prop up the retail sector? Particularly when people are being encouraged to self-isolate and to separate. The retailer, which has 30 stores across the country, appointed administrators from Corda Mentha on Monday, citing the fallout from the illness as one of the reasons for the decision. So I bet I wonder if they were rocky beforehand. I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of people have been in this situation. And if this happens more and more, it's going to start flowing through to the businesses that manage and own these shopping centers as well. And then our super funds, which are invested into those. So administrator Scott Langdon said the retailer had seen a drop in sales and the recent illness was the core reason for its collapse. It reduced the number of people coming through shopping centers, which reduced sales in an already challenging environment, he said. A sale of business process will commence immediately and we expect a high level of interest in the business given the strong brand and its reputation. Really? Really, guys? Can I'm obviously not the demographic of this type of business. Can someone who is tell me if it has a strong brand and a high reputation? We'll have to see. How many times have we seen this? And it's, I think, Curious Planet, nothing. We'll have to see. Mr. Langdon said Tiger Lily will trade on a limited basis throughout the administration process. How would you feel working there if you're a shopkeeper or a retailer? Particularly in this current environment. I wouldn't be very confident. So retail woes. The announcement comes hot on the heels of a slew of other high-profile Australian businesses that have folded in the first fortnight of 2020. It started early on January 7th when it was revealed department store Harris Scarf was set to shut 21 stores across five states over the course of just one month after the retailer was placed in receivership in December. Just days later, McWilliams Wines, the country's sixth largest wine company that has been run by the same family for more than 140 years, announced it had also appointed voluntary administrators. Then it was popular video game chain EB's turn with the business confirming it was closing at least 19 stores across the country within weeks 
while fashion chain Bardot is also planning to shutter 58 stores across the nation by March. In January, it also merged Curious Planet, the education retailer previously known as Australian Geographic, which is owned by parent company Co-op Bookshop, would pull 63 stores across Australia after failing to find a buyer for the brand. While denim chain Jeans West entered voluntary administration that month, and tech giant Bose also revealed it will close all stores in Australia. 119 across the world as well. This year, German supermarket Kaufland also pulled out of Australia before it had even begun investing millions, actually half a billion, in the expansion before making a hasty exit this year to focus on its European offerings. Now, one thing to consider, guys, particularly with this stimulus package that's coming out, and one of what I consider is the most shocking part of the package is the waiving of any of the well issues associated with trading insolvent. So they've done that to keep businesses afloat even when they can't pay. Now, I think you, you know, people are going, oh, that's good, it'll keep the workers paid. But say I engage, I'm engaged for service with one of these businesses and they just don't pay me. What confidence will I have in them? I was talking to a mate, you know, and he was going, yeah, what about these builders? What about developers? How many of them will Phoenix? That that worries me, particularly after everything we've seen in the multi-res sector. So, and the handbag and accessory chain Colette by Colette was also placed into voluntary administration in late January, leaving 300 jobs and 140 stores in the lurch, while furniture and homewares and handicraft store Ishka collapsed in February. Now, Ishka is a very interesting example. Their collapse was brought about by a delay in receiving goods due to lost paperwork, apparently. Well, that exacerbated it. And because of that, because of that, they didn't have enough stock to sell over Christmas. Now, we have to remember, everyone, you know, there's still issues with international trade. There's still slowdowns. There's still supply issues. We haven't really seen the, seen the fallout of all of this. What other businesses could be in a similar situation? 2020's dismal first fortnight for retail follows a horror 2019 that brought the collapse of a slew of Aussie businesses, with some international players also falling in recent months. Last January, menswear retailer Ed Harry went into voluntary administration, and a week later, Aussie sportswear favourite Skins also revealed was on the brink of failure after applying for bankruptcy in a Swiss court. At the end of the month, Napoleon Purtis, Beauty Empire, appointed administrators, although it was saved from liquidation by Cuba Investments three months later. Now, will we see the same thing for this brand? Particularly in the current climate. I guess people have to park money somewhere. Maybe all those people who are shorting on the markets. I've been thinking about that too also, guys. Those, you know, the danger is when they close the short markets, they're going to reduce the liquidity of it. Because, you know, you may think, oh, short people are bad, but they're providing liquidity. By selling now and if the market's going on there, they'll be there to to buy back those shares when people are desperate to sell so it doesn't plunge even further. They're providing a service to the actual market. So it's concerning when certain markets start closing that. 
footwear trailblazer Shoes of Prey also met its demise in March last year, along with British fashion giant Karen Millen, which in September revealed it would soon shut all Aussie stores, leaving around 80 jobs in peril. In October, celebrity chef Shannon Bennett's Melbourne burger chain Benny Burger was also placed into administration, followed by seven Red Rooster outlets in Queensland just days later, and then active Aussie activewear sensation Style Runner, which has since been sold to Ascent Group Limited. In November, it was revealed that popular fashion and homewares company Zanu was in trouble after it abruptly entered voluntary administration, leaving angry customers in the lurch. Later that month, Muscle Coach, a leading fitness company, was put into voluntary administration after a director received a devastating diagnosis and the company racked up debts of almost $1 million. Then it was the famous Crinity's restaurant chain to enter into administration with several other 13 sites across the country to close for good. And then we had Dimmies, although Dimmies was saved from the brink. And of course, you had Alex Perry who closed as well. So guys, it looks like we have a, a continuation of the retail recession. This is going to get even worse with what's happening in the economy out there now. What do you think? Do you think the stimulus will help these businesses? I mean, these are all bigger chains. The smaller ones aren't making the news. I may have to start looking at the insolvency notices to see if they're increasing. That'd be good data to mine, but somewhat depressing. We'll have to see. There'll be a lot of mum and dads that are in trouble. Anyway, guys, thank you all for watching. Let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan and you want to help support us, there are a few ways you can. You can join the channel here on YouTube or on Patreon for a small monthly fee. You can use our affiliate links at Amazon or eBay for your consumer purchases or at Independent Reserve and KuCoin for the crypto traders out there. We sell merch from the highs that says blog, pocket squares you can see behind me, and Teespring we've got coffee mugs. Finally, PayPal if you want to contribute that way. And yes, for those of regulars, I have a flu. It's okay. That's why my voice is sounding so husky. I'll get better. It's dad's turn to get it. It's been through all the family. And we did we did check for the illness and we don't have the symptoms. Anyway, guys, like, share, and subscribe. And I'll see you in the next video. Bye for now.